The border is a complete disaster and getting worse. Of course, Merrick Garland decides to lie to Congress. Nothing new there. The uh, banging clock of climate is brought to you by Kamala Harris. And we managed to lose an F-35 for a couple days. All today, Eric's America. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. We will make America strong again. Hello and welcome back. Actually, you should be welcoming me back. Um, I've been gone for a few weeks. I haven't actually been anywhere. I've been here. Uh, just uh, fairly immobile. Um, so uh, let you know what happened. <clears throat> I um, was injured by an industrial robot uh, while at, uh, at my real job. <laughs> um, yes, I do that every, every night, um, every night, Well, I did up until a few weeks ago, every night I would go and work, uh, worked in a factory where they have such things as industrial robots. And, uh, well, uh, one turned on when it uh, wasn't supposed to. And, um, subsequently, um, um, blew out my right knee, um, Pretty bad, very badly. Um, tore a bunch of things, uh, did a lot of damage in there. Um, been pretty mobily challenged uh, for a few weeks now. I'm just now being able to get back into my uh, little office set up here. I mean, I can do it for a few hours. Um, then I have to go back and uh, throw the uh, ice machine back on it and do a whole bunch of stuff. But hey, listen. Uh, progress is progress. I'll take whatever I can. So yeah, a couple weeks I had to take off, uh, but I'm back. I'm back and I hope you'll come back and check it out. And, uh, please do as always remember to hit like, subscribe, rate, review. Um, all those things do, uh, help out tremendously. Uh, so much it does. I really appreciate it. And, uh, appreciate everybody that listens. Uh, it, it makes, uh, makes it feel like I'm actually accomplishing something. I'm trying, I'm trying here, but, uh, I will be, uh, uh, kind of, uh, under the weather here for a few weeks. Uh, I will let you know uh, ahead of time at some point in the next few weeks, I will have to do this again. I have to disappear again, um, because I have to do surgery to, uh, repair, uh, what's going on in here. But until then I'll be here, uh, weekly, uh, you know, coming to you, uh, just as normal until they, you know, put me on the sidelines again. And then, uh, hopefully after that, just be some rehab and, uh, I'll get my way back into work and then completely back to normal. So anyway, enough of all that, let's get into what's going on because even though to me, uh, what's going on with me is probably my top priority at the moment. Um, 
it's not for the rest of the world. So let's get on those problems. Let's get on what's really going on. So right before I was uh, so um, viciously attacked at work, um, <laughs> they I had actually brought a bunch of things up. I had the um, talking about the border, and even uh, at that point, they were saying things were ramping up. And this is actually from uh, the end of uh, August. Uh, they were talking about how the border was really ramping up and they were having a border of uh, hearing right in the middle of August, but they were having some issues. Here you go. Here's just uh, one report from uh, here in August, uh, last August. We're seeing the most migrant apprehensions in a single day this week, making it the busiest sector. And it's in part because of this. The floodgates are literally open here in the Tucson sector. And there are oh. 141 oh. different gates along the southern border. Open. And the majority of those are open. And the majority of those are open Why? by the federal government. So we talk about oh how busy gosh. the Tucson sector is. And they do this every single year. So what's the problem? What? Well, the Tucson sector is known for gotaways, for people trying to evade law enforcement. So they're not generally coming through and open door. Well, now they are, and they're doing it by the hundreds. Just this morning, within a matter of hours, Border Patrol telling us it's nonstop. 250 migrants in just two and a half hours here in this sector. Again, a sector, Kelly, that doesn't deal with people coming over mm. and self-surrendering to Border Patrol agents, but that is what's happening. 1,600 in a single day here. Yeah, that's crazy. So that was before, and literally what they said, they had to open these floodgates because... They get uh, flash flooding at some point. They don't want people to drown. Well, you know, hate to tell you, but uh, maybe if you don't try to illegally get across the border, you won't have to worry about, you know, getting drowned. I'm just saying. Saying. Actions have consequences. Sometimes uh, works out. So here is uh, where they were roasting uh, my Okris on the border again. This is a border hearing. Remind you, this is a few weeks ago. It has only gotten worse since then. That 72,000 illegal migrants were removed in, in 2022. But in 2019, there were 267,000 removals. So removals are down under your administration by more than 75%. Meanwhile, in 2019, there were 458,000 border encounters, yet under your policies, we're now up to 2.3 million encounters. That's five times as many. So while encounters were up five times, removals are down by 75%. How do you account for this? I'm going to spend a few, a few points. Okay. Number one, Let's go. our approach of expanding lawful pathways for people to oh. reach the border <laughs> and delivering consequences for those who arrive at our border irregularly is working. I'm sort of getting and what your non-responsiveness is demonstrating. The Mayorkas doctrine is this. If you show up at the border and get released into the country, if you don't commit a specific aggravated felony, which by the way, doesn't include a lot of assault and battery, doesn't include a lot of bad domestic violence, but if you're not one of the people who commit those crimes, you get to stay forever. Is, is that a fair characterization of your doctrine? No, that is false. Then tell me how many you're sending home. No, that is false. Okay, well, they, but you don't know the number of how many you've sent home. Here's another number. Two point, I'm sorry, 1.2 million people today have been through your entire process, right? They've been through what you call a removal proceeding is just an amnesty dance. Because after the 1.2 million people get an order from the judge saying that they don't have a basis to be here, you still don't remove them. Like, what's your plan to remove those people? Congressman, that is false. Okay, wh 
How many of them then? Just give me the number. Congressman, in this country, in this country, there are between 11 and 12 million. Right, but I'm asking about a subset that you won't send home. God, I'm so tired of that number. I can't listen to it anymore. That fucking number of 11 to 12 million illegals, uh, that's apparently never changed my entire life, by the way. It's been the same number I've heard since I was a teenager. And just to let you know, that's been more than a few decades ago. Okay. <laughs> it's been over a couple decades since I was a teenager. And uh, yeah, I mean, to even try to quote that number this year when there's like, you know, last year in 2022, it was like 3 million people came across the border and you're still claiming, well, so, you know, Senator, that's wrong. You know, in this country, there's 11 to 12 million illegals. Uh, try double that at least. There's probably 22 million. At least. And it's growing every day. And of course they don't want to change it. Of course they don't. Of course they don't want to change it. But one of the most brilliant things anybody did was Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis you know, actually listened to people. Because uh, people like myself, and, and, and I'm, don't get me wrong, I don't think I had anything to do with anything like that. It's just people like myself, people like podcasters and, and, and you know, radio and TV, you know, uh, people on the right have been bitching for a long time. Listen, just put these people on a bus or a plane and send them to New York and L.A. and all these, you know, sanctuary cities, send them there and see how well they like it. And I guarantee you they'll change their tune. You know, and, and people like myself, I mean, people would say it and we never really thought these people would do it. Yeah, you know, let's be honest. They they're always, especially when you're talking Republican uh, politicians, usually they're fairly spineless. I'm, I'm just being honest. They're fairly spineless. You know, you've got the idiots and and garbage of the left, and then you get most of the people, like ninety percent of the ones on the right. Just have no backbone to stand up. They'll say something great. But when it comes down to, you know, when when the rubber really meets the road, usually they're pretty wishy-washy and spineless. It's terrible. It's a freaking shit show. Let's just be honest. But anyway. But what happened is they actually did it. They are like, hey, you know, all these people have been saying this. What would happen if we actually did it? Let's actually do it and see what happens, which I think is great. I think people should live more that way. Like, hey, give it a shot. You know, like we say so many times, what's the worst thing they can say? No. I've actually been through this uh, recently during this whole fiasco I've had with my knee where and I was, you know, uh, at the, the doctor or whatever. And, uh, you know, they, they send you to, you know, rehab to start looking at it and make sure the muscle doesn't get too atrophied before they start, you know, reattaching ligaments and that sort of business. And uh, guys, say, hey, you know what? There's this really awesome machine that, uh, you know, you know, I know you're dealing with having to use, you know, a bunch of different ice packs and do all this stuff. You just make this machine that does all that. Like you just put ice and water in it and, uh, you know, turn it on. It'll do like compression and uh, circulates ice water around it. it. It does the ice treatment and it does compression treatment. It's really cool. You see if they'll get you one. <laughs> me thinking yeah right you know who's paying for this right yeah there's no way in hell they're going for it but hey what's the worst thing they can say is no right 
So you write it down on there that you recommend it. I'll bring it up and we'll see what happens. Hey, we'll take a long shot. By God, a week later, I get a call and says, hey, you're, uh, your icer machine, it's it's here. You can go pick it up. I thought, you know what? Sometimes, hey, sometimes you just got to ask. You know, something happens. And that's what they did. They said, hey, what's the worst thing to do? What's the worst thing to do? Let's just do it and find out what happens. Well, this is what happens. Uh, here you go. Let's start uh, rounding up the uh, wonderful uh, <clears throat> mayors and governors. Let's see what they've had to say. Uh, here is, of course, the ever-brilliant Kathy Hochul of New York. That's why today I have sent a letter to President Biden formally requesting immediate executive action in four key areas. First, expedited work authorization so we can get these people out of shelters and into the jobs. Financial support for federal housing vouchers, schools, health care, legal services, case management, and shelter for us to provide to these asylum seekers. The use of more federal facilities to construct new temporary shelters. Oh, and reimbursement for the cost of our National Guard, which have been on the ground at these shelters throughout the state. Oh, yeah. Listen to that. They're whining and crying. Now, did anybody uh, get right on the phone to say, hey, uh, Biden, you need to send all this stuff to uh, Florida and Texas? No, they're stuck out there. You know, you just deal with it. Don't send it to us. It's amazing. Now, those that's, you know, New York, especially New York City. I thought that was supposed to be a sanctuary. He said, nobody's illegal. No one's illegal. Oh, it's so horrible. You send people up here. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all are figuring it out. Let's see. Not the only one. Not the only one. There's more and more that are really, really unhappy. Let's go over on the left wing nutball coast. Um, let's go over and see what the mayor of L.A., who, you know, now we know L.A. is a uh, huge, um, you know, a huge sanctuary city. No one's illegal there. That is not a problem. They want more and more and more and more of these asylum seekers, right? That's right. That's what we're led to believe. It's only those terrible, awful right-wingers that have a problem. No one else has a problem with this. Well, let's find out in the office so you know i mean we live in a city that welcomes immigrants oh and so i think cool. we have been able to handle it but i Good. am fearful why are you that fearful? any day why? planes could start coming oh because no i thought was particularly despicable was coming from texas when we were threatened with a hurricane okay. we don't know anything about hurricanes we don't know much about rain <laughs> and the can i just say you know nothing about uh which is just a stupid statement because you should know, but I mean, whatever. Um, you also don't know anything about, you know, forest management. Because if you did, you wouldn't burn the fucking place down every year. I'm just saying. So maybe, just maybe, instead of worrying about all your bullshit all the time, maybe you should educate yourself. I'm sure, you know what, I'm, I'm actually quite positive. You all could even find probably a YouTube video about forestry that would explain it to you. And that would be all you need. And you could go out and figure out how to do that. Then you won't burn the place down once or twice a year. There's some savings already. And then uh, maybe you can figure out the rest of it. But uh, apparently she's worried that planes are going to come in now. Holy shit. They may send planes. The idea that he would send a bus 
yeah. knowing what we were potentially facing oh, here. Oh, because we That's don't get him here. Evil. And if they evil. were sincere, it was evil. if he was sincere, uh -huh. why don't they call us and coordinate it? That's uh -huh. not what they're doing. Do you feel this was an attempt to embarrass cities like Los Angeles? Oh, I, oh, I mean, I think it's very clear. Why? I mean, what they're trying to do is What's destabilize cities because it's Chicago, it's Washington, D.C., uh -huh. it's New York. It's mm -hmm. the narrative that mm -hmm. these are Democratic-run cities and that we don't know how <laughs> well, to govern and that and, everything and is chaotic here. This is yeah. just setting the stage for the presidential election next year. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it has everything to do with the president. It doesn't have anything to do with... Um, I mean, you just made the point for us these are all democratic run cities and they're all chaotic and terrible and no one wants to live there anymore so we're just sending you all the riffraff that you want to saddle the rest of the country with we just figure you might as well send it there what can it hurt hey <clears throat> let's see how they're doing in Chirac it used to be known as uh Chicago but seeing as how more people die there every weekend than, you know, died in Iraq, I guess it's now Chirac. It has been for a while. Let's see how their new governor is doing over there in Chirac. I hear rumors, rumblings that, um, you know what? Maybe some people are not happy. Some people over there in the uh, Windy City, which is, remember, remember the whole state. It is a, a sanctuary situation, you know. No one's illegal. You got to take everybody in, okay? Listen, no reason to turn anybody down. So, how's it going? How's it going in um, in the wonderful town of Chicago? I know it's the Windy City. Let's see how windy it's getting. I wanted to know if there is a capacity limit, and what is what is that limit if there is one, and what is. Why can't we close the borders of Chicago or the state of Illinois? They want to close the borders of borders? Are they saying there is a sovereign border around Chirac? Or maybe even Illinois? They have these things? Some sort of line, some sort of sort of barrier if you will that's weird people are asking about this that's weird i don't know if there's a limit i do know that when you are seeking asylum uh -huh. you are granted protections from the u.s to not return so that is the process that folks are going through when they come here when they get their interview and then the texas governor sends them to illinois and specifically chicago so they get to come, once they do an interview in Texas, they get to come regardless. Texas says, you're an asylum seeker, you're being persecuted, so yeah, you can leave your country and come here and go wherever you want. Not Texas. Not right. The federal government Thank is you. the one that does the process around asylum seeking. Thank you. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I'm glad. You know what? This guy is a complete left-wing nutjob dingbat. But it will give me props. At least he's setting the record straight and going, no, 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 no. no. It's not Texas deciding. Trust me. If Texas was deciding, they would be all on the other side of the border, honey. Uh, so let's not get this screwed up. No, it's Joe Biden that's uh, going all this. Yeah, make sure they know. Because, you know, I have a feeling that for the first time in a very long time, this shit keeps up. Um, there's a lot of these really deep blue cities. They're going to be awfully purple come voting time. I'm just saying. It's Texas yes. who is making the decision to send them to Chicago. And that, that's what I wanted to know. Can we say no? We Pause don't it for a second. Anymore. 
Yeah, it has to come from the federal government. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. All right. So at least you're getting pissed off at the right people for a change. going to say, uh, I don't think the people in, um, hmm, I don't think the people in New York are happy either. Um, yeah, it's getting a little rough. It's getting a little rough up there. Uh, New York, they're getting, they're getting rowdy. Um, here is uh, just some of it. Here you go. They're starting to really turn on the Democrats for sure. Just close the border or her, these people mine. like how come they get to cut the line in front of millions of people waiting they're waiting to come to america the right way but they right. get like pushed in front the migrants the illegal migrants mm -hmm. they get everything yeah. they put them first put america's americans last you we it? need to be america first not americans last thank you do you think that aoc was responsive to messages like this no she no. cut her little parts conference early because of she kept on talking the same thing housing for migrants work for migrants but what about our homeless veterans what about our homeless americans right puts the migrants first us last. all right so that's uh people on the streets of new york uh they started to interview this guy and then they uh fox pulled it down real quick they're like uh oh, wait a second this dude is one step shy of uh getting into a clock tower with a rifle and i'm just saying there's people that are really pissed off there's people that it's really starting to dawn on the situation they're in they're not happy i don't promote violence in any way i'm not saying that but you'll hear this guy and, and you're gonna say the same thing like he sounds like he's like five seconds shy of going hey just hand me a rifle and point me to the tallest tower i'm going he's he's getting there he's getting fired up uh we just need to channel that in the right direction okay we just got to channel that in the right direction but he has every right to be pissed off he's not saying anything it's not correct it's just you can hear him starting to get really upset Stay tuned. We're live on air, so, uh, but, you know, what do you think about what the mayor's doing and what should the president and the White House be doing? This is up to us. This is up to each and every one of us to stand up. Nobody's coming here for us. Right. We're here for ourselves. If we don't get up and fight for our city, nobody's coming for us. Mm. They're coming to destroy it. The reason why they're ah. here is to steal our votes. Right. They're not, we're not wow. going to be able to live there stealing our votes, our kids' future, my birthright. Our United States is great city that I refuse to leave. Do you understand? Nobody's coming for us. These elected officials aren't even elected. They're using absentee ballots. Mm. They're being selected. What did you think that AOC, um, you know, when she came out and other members of Congress and they had this press conference, what did you think about their comments? They will never be allowed to walk down the streets again. Yes. They have destroyed our city and New York, especially Queens, All is right, woken let's up. let's pull away from this. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say that dude's not real happy about um, AOC, huh? Yeah. Damn. Um. I hate to say it, but uh, probably uh, Secret Service is, uh, you know, got that guy under surveillance now. Just saying. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. I, I know, but what are people going to do? I mean, people like that are waking up and realizing what's going on. Like, hey, they're just going to replace our votes. And they're just going to be, you know... Putin. They're just going to be, you know, Hugo Chavez before he died. You know, now it's Maduro. 
you know they're going to be uh you know kim you know kims in north korea you know they're just going to be autocrats that's what they've wanted for a long 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 time these people have hated our system since its inception that's why they always want to denigrate it. That's why they always want to spit on it. They hate the Constitution. They hate every bit of it because all they have wanted is power. They descended from people who all they wanted was power. This is not a new thing. This is not a new fight. Definitely not a new fight in this country. Never has been. I mean, this fight's been going on since its inception. And until now... For the most part, freedom has won out eventually, but it's never been pretty and it's not without uh, serious sacrifices sometimes, but um, people are starting to wake up and realize what's going on. And then, you know, hopefully, hopefully it's not too late. I don't think it's too late yet, but you know, hopefully it's not. We need to get more people awake and ready to go but yeah that guy those people are uh losing it man i mean the people in uh, new york are not putting up with it and then you have idiots like this like you know what this dude's trying to promote milwaukee so i would suggest that anybody thinks that this country is in decline come to cities come to because cities. democratic mayors all across the nation uh. are creating great places where people want to be are you where kidding me is happening and where our economy oh is growing really i'd like to know where that is uh, by the way um it's the mayor of milwaukee jimmy decades it's been since someone moved willingly to milwaukee just saying it's been a while okay you know, I currently reside in Michigan. There's not a shit ton of a lot of people talking about moving to Detroit. You know, like, hey, man, I just need to move over to Detroit. No, it's everybody's trying to get the fuck out of Detroit, okay? Oh, all these places, they're the same. You, you hear the people in uh, Chicago. I mean, they're, they're killing more uh, daily, you know? I mean, uh, businesses can't stay in business anywhere in major cities they're moving out of the west coast big retail establishments are shutting down on the west coast in many of the cities why they can't afford to keep it up i mean crime's too high da's aren't going to uh pursue it it's crazy it's crazy but that's where we are where we're at so anyway so hey you know what the border's not going well. Still not going well. It's ramping up now. More and more people showing up every day. And um, But, you know, maybe some of these people are uh, starting to wake up. Uh, KJP, uh, she won't even think about trying to answer a question about it, though. So what do you call it what do you call here it? at the White House when 10,000 people illegally cross the border mm -hmm. in a single day? So what do you call it? What kind of arrogant cunt is this lady? And when are we going to shut this shit down, people? When are we going to shut this shit down? Honestly, when are we going to wake up and start shutting these people down? 
allow no politician on any level, don't care if it's the president of the United States, talk down to you. You know why? They are public servants. Servant being the big part of that. You serve us, sir. We pay your salary. That makes me your boss. So no, no, no. There's not going to be any of this, oh, shush and shut up. You'll listen to me. No, no, no. You'll shush and you'll listen to me because we're writing the checks. All that bullshit, you get to fly around the world in the nice plane and get to write checks that our asses have to cash. Now we're going to have a come to Jesus moment and you're going to listen to me. Same thing with this arrogant cunt. And I hate to use the C word, but that's what she is. You don't want to answer a question? I'm sorry. That's your job. You have a J-O-B. Your job is to answer the questions that we have for you. You don't determine anything else. Your job is to answer the questions posed to you. You are no arbiter. You are no better than anyone else, and you don't lord over anyone. You are a public servant getting a paycheck from the hardworking people, and they have sent me here as a representative to ask you a question. So no, there is none of this shushing. There is none of this mother bullshit. Shut the fuck up. I'll answer the question, and then after I'm done talking, you respond to said question. Then you glean your paycheck and go the hell home. We're done with all this crap. Sick of it. Anyway, she's uh, now, you know, of course, too good. Oh, no, no, no. No, you you looked sideways. You did something. No, no, no. I'm mommy. I can do it. Fuck you. Anyway. We're moving on. You're moving on. Wait. No, no. I tried to answer. Peter, I tried to answer the question. You stopped. No, you tried to ask her another question. But she gets Coming into this country illegally is enough. President Biden. As I mentioned, this is a problem that's been around for some time now. For yep. This is a problem that's been around for a while now. And, uh, you know, it's just a problem. These people. God, I hate them. I do. And I shouldn't. I shouldn't hate them. But I do. Came across this. Um, then I'll wrap up the last of this border stuff. Came across this. This is, I uh, remember, uh, you know, I kind of felt bad for uh, Louis C.K. Uh, when they me too him a while back. Um I mean, yeah, he's a weird dude, wanted to do weird shit, but apparently he didn't, you know, which I don't know. After listening to this, God only knows what he did. Um, anyway, this has to be one of the dumbest sons of bitches alive. Um, you know, I felt that he shouldn't be canceled for some Me Too bullshit. Um, that being said, he's still one of the dumbest people alive. I'm going to play this for a few minutes. He's just got to be, I mean, I can't even believe his brain functions, but here he is. And what a freaking hypocrite too. feeling is they should open it. The border and just let them pour it, let everybody pour in. And, and then the answer, which is, well, then there'll be all these problems. Yes, there should be. It shouldn't be so great here. Is what I'm saying in America. It shouldn't be. It's a what? weird thing to sequester a certain group of people and try to keep upping their lifespan hmm. and their lifestyle. Okay. So I'm going to help this moron out because apparently 
the two brain cells that he had left fucking ran screaming from uh, his dome. No one sequestered us and gave us shit. See, there's the problem. When you start out being so ignorant and moronic by thinking that that's what happened, then, of course, you can come to some dumb conclusion of, oh, these people are really privileged. They shouldn't have. No. See, people put their life on the line, and many gave their life to create this place called a country. You see? See, it's a spot of land where they, you know, put a border around it. Uh-huh. I know we have to go really slow because, you know, apparently the special needs section needs help. The people gave their lives. And many people, I'm talking millions of people over the course of this country's existence, not only fought to make it a country and fought to keep it a free country and then fought to end slavery so all people could enjoy the freedoms. Many millions of people died exploring and pushing the boundaries to make this a larger, more inhabitable, bigger, better, more free place. Yes, to up people's lifespan and make life easier for people. It's called capitalism. You build a better widget than the next guy. Then this guy figures out a whole new widget to make. So people want that. This place was built. It people, millions of people died to preserve it, to build it, to create it, to expand it, to make it what it is. And yes, a bunch of morons like you who do nothing. And oh, by the way, have private security and multiple homes. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but he says, no, no, no. Everybody else should suffer. I mean, you don't want him to suffer. He doesn't want to suffer. He is your typical communist moron. He's the typical socialist, communist, like drooling, mouth-breathing idiot, like all of them are. They're like, oh, yeah, everybody else should struggle. Me, no, no, no. I'm the smart one. See, I'm the one with the ideas, so I should have everything and be taken care of. But all the rest of you people, yeah, you're just... Horrible people that need to deal with all the riffraff and deal with all the shit. I'll play a little bit more of this if I can stand it. And just keep trying to increase that for this group of people. And then everyone's and then this pressure of people trying to come in so they can enjoy it. Uh, and then it gets worse and worse down here. I mean, I'm not Canada. It's really just from down here. Uh, really, which is weird when you think about it there. Um, why is it so bad in Mexico, but it's not that way in Canada? Thoughts. Thoughts, anyone? Thoughts? Hmm. I don't know. Louis C.K. doesn't know either. He just wants to beat off again. So who knows? Uh, there's something wrong with that. That's not a system that's working. And it forces what? people to do cruel things to other people. There's a lot of people that die so Americans can be safe. Mm. They're just dying, you know, weddings that are drone bombed in Yemen because the guy said something that might have resulted in american insecurity not even like definite american deaths but like just so we can breathe a little easier folks die and folks do labor in unsafe places so that we can keep the prices where we like them there's so much about american life that other people pay for that's part of it but also it's not good for us either it's not a good way to live in a game
Okay, this guy's just too stupid. I can't, I can't deal. So when you have people that are that idiotic, and I agree, you know what? You're right. There are people in third world countries that are like doing unsafe, uh, hard labor so we can make electric car batteries. Um, we can end that tomorrow. Yeah, I'm fine with it. We're done. We're not going to worry about that anymore. So we can get the, uh, the uh, poor young Africans out of the cobalt mines. If you want to do that, I'm totally cool with that. It's fine. We can come up with enough of the other materials to make like, you know, cell phone batteries and stuff without that. So we're, we're good. Uh, we'll just, uh, I don't know, maybe just uh, drill for oil. There's the thought. There's the thought. I got to take a quick break. I'll be right back. And I'm back. All right. So, uh, of course, uh, Biden had to uh, go. I don't know what he's talking about through most of this. Uh, this is to the UN. Most of it is just mush mouth bullshit. Uh, best I can come up with. Uh, a lot of it has to do with, of course, the climate. I mean, come on. Seriously. Why not? Simply put, the 21st century, you know, uh, 21st century results result in the, are badly needed. Uh, what? Needed. Move us along. What? That starts with the United Nations. Mm. I'm not sure what the hell that was. Davidson is on a name to put his board. What? The fuck? Okay. More. For one day, my administration, the United States, has treated this crisis as an existential threat from the moment we took office. Not only Mm. for us, but for all of humanity. Under the new president of the World Bank, change is already taking root. Last month, I asked the United States Congress Mm. for additional funds to expand World Bank financing by $25 billion. Oh, good. And the G20, we rallied the major economies of the world to mobilize even more funding. Oh. Collectively, Mm. we can deliver a transformational boost to World Bank lending. (laughs) Okay. So let me uh, break this down for you because, you know, this is what you way we're going to have to attack it. You can't just talk facts and tell people the facts about things because people just don't care or their eyes gloss over. They just have been beaten down for so long that climate change, climate change, climate change, climate change have to do something, have to do something, have to do something. I want to be a good person, so I'm going to do something for climate change. Okay? Their eyes gloss over and roll in the back of their head when you're like, listen, they're bullshitting you, right? You know they're bullshitting you. None of that gets through. You know, you tell them, you know, how can it be CO2? CO2 is only four one-hundredths of a percent of our atmosphere. And out of that four one-hundredths of one percent, that is CO2. We are responsible for like two one thousandth of a percent of the four one hundredths of a one percent of the atmosphere. And then people's eyes gloss over and they go, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And you're like, yeah, take a thimble and dump it into the ocean. And then you'll start to understand how much effect you have on the fucking um, how much effect you have on the uh, atmosphere. Take a thimble full of whatever color you want and make it bright red. A thimble, if you know what that is, dump it into the ocean 
and see if it turns the whole ocean red. And then you'll understand the effect that you have on the overall um, atmosphere. Okay. Then maybe people would understand. But, you know, even that, people, eyes gloss over and they go, uh, yeah, but I've been told, you know, I mean, because there's a flood in New York and they've never, ever had rain in New York before. Yeah, I know, I know. That's where we're at. So where you do you have to go? Well, you have to start putting it to, to where people understand. Say, listen, this guy, this old uh, codger who apparently can't tie his shoes and is just speaking mushmouth crazy words, uh, he just told you that if you give him enough money and if they take enough away from you, they can change the weather. Okay. And obviously that's crazy as hell. So you're not going to buy it. That's the only way you can do it here. Let's move on. Listen to more of his uh, mush mouth. Now, even as we evolve our institutions, is, uh, drive creative new partnerships, let me be clear. Okay. Please. Please Certain do. Because that wasn't clear. The national system are sacrosanct. We let me be clear. Okay. You know, half those people in that room probably are just laughing. I mean, they should be. Everyone should be laughing at us. We have literally the weekend at Bernie's going on at the fucking UN. That's what we got. We got this jackass idiot. Mush mouthing a whole bunch of garbage, not saying a single word. And what he is saying, no one can hardly understand it. And then he's going to walk off, shake hands with the air, fall over a fucking sandbag and scrape his fucking chin on the way out. Thank goodness we elected Joe Biden, right? Yeah. Thank God we did that. Must. Must. And we will. And the road ahead is long and difficult. But if we preserve, persevere and prevail. We keep the faith in ourselves. Yeah. And show what's possible. Shine on issues together. Where progress hinges on our common efforts. Nowhere. Nowhere. Is that more critical than accelerating the climate crisis? Than, than the accelerating climate crisis. Wait. The accelerating or accelerating. I don't know. We got to persevere. And pursue and protect and stuff. And uh, I, I don't know. Um, that's that's where we're at. No idea. The road's hard, I guess. But if we escalate or de-escalate the climate crisis, I don't know. Something. He's going to pull up with something here. Russia alone has the power to end this war immediately. Oh, Russia's yeah. got the power to end the and war. It's Russia alone that stands in the way of peace. <clears throat> because the Russia's price for peace... Wait. Is Ukraine's capitulation, mm. Ukraine's territory, and Ukraine's mm. children. Mm. Russia believes that the world will grow weary and allow it to brutalize Ukraine without consequence. But I ask you this. If we abandon the core principles of the United States to appease an aggressor, what? can any member nope. state in this body feel confident I'm sorry, what? that they are protected? <laughs> If the United States uh, abandons our principles and capitulates to an aggressor. Okay. You don't mean like, mm, let me throw this out here. Um, Iran, right? You would never like free up a bunch of money just to appease them, to give you some hostages. You would never do anything. Oh, wait a second. We did that last week. We gave them, uh, what was it, $12 billion? I'm sure... They're only going to spend the $12 billion, you know, because they assured us they're going to use it for, what was it, human rights? 
I'm sure they're going to get extra large catapults to get people off the top of buildings. Okay. That way they hit the ground a lot faster and they die quicker. So it'll be more humane or probably they'll just, you know, fund some more, you know, munitions or terrorists to kill Americans or blow up Israel with it. Who knows? Sure. It'll be very humanitarian. Now we wouldn't want to do that. No, 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 no. But we got, we got to be stand up to, for this. Okay. Cause no, nobody else could feel safe. If you allow Ukraine to be carved up, uh, yeah. it's the independence of any yeah. nation secure. Yes. I yes. Yeah. Most nations would be secure, whether uh, Ukraine gets carved up or not. Uh, U.S. and most of the West still, we're going to be pretty safe. We're going to be fine. Because, you know, you don't think uh, Russia's going to invade over here, do you? No, no, no. I'm pretty sure he's not. No, neither is G. He's got a lot of his own problems. Anyway. The answer is yes. no. No, that's not the answer, We have to stand up to this actually, naked but... aggression today <clears throat> and deter other would-be aggressors tomorrow. That's why the United well, yeah, States, together with our allies and partners around the world, will continue to stand with the brave people of Ukraine as they Ukraine. defend their sovereignty and territorial integrity and, ter and their freedom. Okay, we got you. I'll figure it out. I'm glad uh, he's over there tackling the big things that are really bothering the U.S. citizens and uh, and the people that, you know, he's uh, the president over. Because um, the main, every time I talk to people on the streets, they're like, man, I'm really worried if we can change the weather and what the fuck have we not spent enough money to get Ukraine up and running? Because that's what every American, what are you saying? That's exactly the opposite of what any Americans are worried about. They'd like to be able to afford some gas, uh, some food, uh, maybe pay for their home. They would like uh, those things to be taken care of. Um, they would like uh, us not to uh, bankrupt ourselves and, you know, sell our souls and, uh, you know, destroy the country of our birthright for our, you know, generations to come uh, for some country they don't give a shit about. And it's just been the pet project of people like Victoria Newland for the last fucking decade. Just saying, just saying over a decade, decade and a half. Anyway, it's been her pet project and anything that becomes Victoria Newland's pet project, you can guarantee a lot of people are going to die. So if she becomes interested in you, watch out. You probably don't have long to live. She is definitely, the uh, typhoid Mary for countries, that is for sure. She gets interested in your country. Boy, have you got a problem. There's going to be some uprisings. There's going to be some revolutions. Definitely a lot of killing. We know that. There's definitely going to be a lot of killing going on. So anyway, um, one good thing, though, Zelensky was there. He put on a long sleeve polo shirt. <laughs> Changed it up. He left his... Uh, is a green t-shirt at home. He found a green long sleeve polo shirt. So it does have buttons, although it's only three and it does have a color. It's still OD green though. Uh, so, you know, we deal with that. He's writing checks that he doesn't have to cash. We have to cash them. That's weird. Let's see how he sounds all big and bad. Unfortunately, uh, he's doing it with our wallets. You give up any part of Ukraine for peace, any part. Yeah. No, this is our territory. You must have it all, including Crimea. Сьогодні ми з вами. Ви мені про це сказали. Ви бачили, я нагороджував людей. 
Excuse me. Y Today, you and I, you said it to me. You saw me awarding people medals. Well, today is a day like that. A week ago, I gave awards to parents of soldiers who have been killed. There were 24 families of the dead. There was a woman, she was with three children. There were parents, very old, they could barely walk and they had had only one son. One of the women was pregnant. She arrived holding a baby in her arms and she was pregnant. And that baby will never see. What should I tell them? That all of them died so that we could say, it's okay, Russia, you can take it all. Huh. Well, that's a very inspiring story. Maybe you should, you know, do that. I mean, hey, United States, we formed, we were um, going against the largest force on the face of the earth. No, we weren't facing the 17th largest military that had some rusty tanks and a couple old nukes that people talk about like it's like a state of the art getting ready. Because I'm sorry, I just have to be realistic. And I know people do this for effect on both sides. And they're like, oh, you're talking about Russia. Yes, we're talking about Russia. They, they have the economy of like California. All right. There's a reason why California is part of the U.S. and they don't arm themselves, uh, you know, because just saying, even though their economy is pretty good for a state, um, do you think they can afford to uh, support a large nuclear program and keep everything? Of course they can't. They can't even afford to run their state. Have you been to California? They can't afford to fix the roads. So you're talking about an entire country that's way bigger than that with way more people. But their economy's smaller. So you're telling me that they dig out every little nugget. What it is, they just get people to work for nothing, right? I don't know. Anyway, I know how the math works. I know how this stuff works. Okay. Yes, they have nukes. Most of them probably not operational. Most of them probably rusting down somewhere. And it's probably going to be a really big problem for the rest of the world very, very soon. Um, and if they were... Big bad boogeyman. It wouldn't matter that we were sending the Ukrainians a few tanks and, you know, supplying them with ammunition and everything else. The place would have been overrun a long time ago. Okay. So there's that. I'm not worried about that. What I am saying is obviously two things have come from this. Number one is, of course, we're just doing whatever we can to keep it going because people are making a shit ton of money in Washington and defense contractors are making a butt ton of money right now with all this. So, of course, they're going to keep it going for as long as they can. So, of course, they're not going to agree to any peace, so any kind of peace deal. Of course not. Um, number two, the reason nobody's too worried about it is obviously Russia has not shown that they can break out and really do anything. Okay? And so it's going to be this stalemate slog. And as cynical and as horrible as this sounds, you have to realize that that means that the rest of the people around the world don't give a damn how many people, how many Ukrainians and Russians or whoever the hell, they don't care how many of those people die. They could care less. They just want to keep it going because that's what's saving their ass right now, economy-wise, because all these countries have ran their economies into the ground, not only with COVID, but all this green bullshit and everything else. And if they believed a word of their climate change horse shit, they wouldn't be fighting a war. 
you know they're all hypocrites. They're making a shit ton of money. They're they're friends and their buddies in the defense department. All those uh, defense contractors are making a shit ton of money, so they're happy with keeping this thing going. Who cares how many people die? We'll just keep it churning and churning and churning. If we can get the American people to somehow support it, that'll be even better. Maybe we can make more money on the back end. That's literally how these people think. Don't get me wrong. You know how I know it's all a joke. Zelensky was at the UN. Now, you would think he would be talking about how desperately, you know, freedom, blah, rah, rah, rah. No, this is how you know it's all bullshit. Are you ready? Here you go. You're going to get smacked in the face with this one. No, humanity is failing on its climate policy objectives. This means mm. that extreme weather will still impact the normal global life, and some evil state will also weaponize its outcomes. This jackass just said that because the world is not uh, reaching the climate objectives, that there's still going to be extreme weather. <laughs> you think? Hey, hey, asshole! Uh, can I give you a little, um, nice little secret? There's been extreme weather. Well, since before there were people and going to continue to be extreme weather and well, I'm guessing there's always going to be extreme weather. Um, no matter how much money we give you, how many rockets you fire into Russia, there's still going to be extreme weather somehow. Um, what the fuck? I just and some evil empire is going to exploit this bad weather what are you talking about it makes my head hurt so there's a flood in new york you think russia's going to show up and try to invade new york because they got rain the fuck are you talking about i don't i don't understand let's listen to the rest because i'm sure it's going to get better in the streets of new york uh -huh. and other cities of the world went out on climate protest. We all have seen them. And when people in Morocco and Libya and other countries yep. die as right. a result of natural disasters, uh, and when islands and countries disappear underwater, and, and that's when tornadoes before, and deserts right? are spreading into, into mm -hmm. new territories, and oh. when all of this all is right. happening, one unnatural disaster in Moscow decided to launch a big war and kill tens of thousands of people. What weather event happened to inspire Russia? Hmm. I don't know. People in New York and around the world protesting climate, which makes no sense. Um, while people in other countries die from natural disasters. Okay, well, they're natural disasters. Uh, we call them that because, oh, there ain't shit we can do about it. Unless you can figure out a way to plug a volcano, maybe stop a hurricane, uh, get in the way of a tornado. Hey, here's a great idea. Do you know how to stop a thunderstorm, jackass? Huh? huh? Do you? Because if you do, then we're going to have to change what the spelling of your name. Okay? Because right now, you're just, you're just a human. You see? And as a human... You can't you can't stop natural disasters. Last I checked, 
Um, now you can fuck with it and make it worse. We have done that. And we've, we've effectively made the death toll for other humans less. We've done really good with that. We've lowered the death toll from natural disasters by almost 100%. Far fewer people die now during natural disasters than they used to. So I think that's good. That's progress. That's what we're supposed to do. Now, as in actually stopping natural disasters, well, you, you, sorry, you can't. I don't care how many people you starve to death in the third world and how many Africans you forced to dig cobalt by hand. It doesn't matter. I don't care how much of the land that you poison with lithium. I don't care how much of the earth you destroy by burying your windmill towers in it because you don't know how to destroy them or the leaching of the terrible batteries that is going to poison acres and acres that we can't farm and destroy more of the earth. None of that's going to stop natural disasters. Weird how that works, huh? Just strange. Natural disasters, weather is going to happen. And, you know, they used to get on us all the time. Weather is different from climate. Don't affect climate and weather. This is what would happen is they would be out on the street going, the earth is on fire. The earth is on fire. And then, like, in the middle of October, they would, like, have freezing rain in Dallas. And they'd be like, hey, if the world's getting so hot, why are we having freezing rain in October in Dallas, Texas? And they're like, don't confuse weather with climate. Oh, okay. Now, they call it weather weirding. Because, you know, some days it's hot, some days it's cold. We used to call that just weather. Because, you know, sometimes it's hot, sometimes it's cold. Weird how that works, right? Almost as if it's been doing that, you know, since the beginning of time or something. But these assholes, they have dumbed the people down so much. And don't think this is an accident. They have dumbed people down. That's why they want to cut out all the shit in school that's important. They don't want you to learn how to think. They only want to teach you LGBTQ, worry about your genitals, worry about where you want to put your genitals. Don't think about, you know, math and science. Oh, God, don't. Especially don't think about science. You know, when somebody goes, hey, you know what? You were born a male your DNA is going to be male till you die. Doesn't matter what you stitch on or yank off or cut or whatever you want to do or take. End of the day, your blood, your basic building blocks said you were born male and that's what you are. Now, you want to pretend like something else. You're a grown ass man. You can do that. Nobody gives a damn. As long as you don't touch children, we're good. Don't care. You know what? You can buy 47-inch heels for all I give a fuck. Okay? Don't care. Do you. You do you, boo. You have fun. Don't care. Don't tell me that I have to play along. All right? Because, you know, I can see you have an Adam's apple, and, you know, I can tell by the way you are. You're a dude. All right? You want to be, you know, Joe Cinda? That's on you. But, you know, you're not. Comes down to the other day. You're, you're Bob. You just dresses Jocinda when you want to, you know, that's, that's how it works. Well, anyway, that to changing the weather, all this, all this stuff, that's why they want to keep you so dumbed down. So you actually believe that if you give them enough power and let them rule your life, that somehow they can change the weather. That is what they're selling. They've literally got it down to the fact that if you don't vote Democrat, then the weather will be bad. 
But if you vote for Democrats, the weather will get better. That's how stupid they think you are. And you have these ignorant lackeys throughout the media that are either that dumb themselves, which could be possible. I'm not saying it's not possible. It's very possible they're that dumb too. Or they're just evil enough to go along with it. Like this dickhead going, Oh, you know, you haven't given me enough power. So weather still be bad and uh, Moscow will shoot rocket at me. I don't know what one has to do with the other asshole. Let's let him finish. Mm -hmm. We have to stop it. We must act united to defeat the aggressor and focus all our capabilities and energy on addressing these challenges. The aggressor must be restrained and all his tools and methods of war. Each war now can become final, but it takes our unity to make sure that aggression will not break in again. And it is not a dialogue between the so-called great powers somewhere behind the closed doors that can guarantee us all the new wars era, but open war of all nations for peace. Mm-hmm. Well, open war of all nations for peace. That sounds terrible. That sounds like a terrible idea. Um, why don't we just uh, elect a president that uh, is not tied to uh, making a shit ton of money in the you know arms business and uh, you know get some of these people out of here? We'll be fine, you know, because just go and say, hey, listen, what we're gonna do is you're gonna take your shit and go home. You're gonna pack up your shit and uh, gonna get to rebuilding this country. By the way, you got a road. You can go down to that port. You can use that port. Uh, but if you start any shit, you can't do it anymore. Okay. But as long as you don't start any more shit, you can go use that port and we're all good here. Right. Good. Let's move on. That's about what it would take. But uh, that was not the only problem we had with um, climate. Um, those two idiots were talking at the UN and they sent Kamala around and she's got a new way to talk about it that you're going to love. Here you go. I've heard young leaders talk with me about a, a term they've coined called climate anxiety. Mm-hmm. Right? It's Which a, is right, fear right, of, right. of the future and the unknown of whether yeah, it makes sense yeah. for you to even think about having children, whether it makes sense for you to think about right. aspiring to buy a home because yeah. what will this climate be? That should be the condemnation and should be the epitaph of the gravestone of the Democrat Party and this climate horseshit. That should be on the epitaph of where it gets buried for good. That people are so wrapped up and have been lied to so long that they're contemplating not procreating or buying a home because they have believed wholeheartedly they need to stop doing all those things and bow down to you to change the weather. What in the hell is wrong with you? And yes, it should be an epitaph hung around the neck of all these assholes that have perpetrated this on the young and the vulnerable in this world, not just in this country, in this world. They have to be helped and re-educated, unfortunately, to know that these people are frauds and liars, unimpressive morons who just want to control your life so they don't have to do shit. Lazy, 
worthless people who have nothing better to do. Let's finish out the rest of her bullshit. Start with what you and everyone here knows. Okay. The climate crisis is a threat. It's a threat. To us as a species and this planet that God gave us to live on. I can't take it. Okay, there's another one. If you believe in God and you believe that God created this planet, then you don't believe in the other horse shit you're talking about. Just saying. You don't. Because if you truly believed, then you would believe that it was all in God's hands since he created it. He would be the one, the arbiter that would decide to destroy or not destroy it. The way I understand, seeing as how I was raised very religious, very familiar with uh, these sort of matters and how they are looked at in a Christian light, God would be then the arbiter. He is the creator, thus he would be the destroyer. He's not going to, you know. So there's another problem you got, but don't worry. There's a bigger one. This is a crisis, crisis mode. Yes, I'm sure it is. We need to take this issue seriously and understand that the clock is not Uh just ticking. It is banging. The clock is banging like my head on my desk. If I have to listen to you, all these rest of these people, any fucking longer then what's going to the banging you're going to be hearing is my head against a brick wall because I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. When are people going to wake up? I just don't know. I think some people are. I do feel like some people are. And 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 some uh, and give credit to some people in the auto industry. They're like, hey, listen, we're just not. I mean, nobody's buying these fucking things, so we, we can't do that. And of course, that's all in jeopardy now because you got the um, the crazy uh, strike that's going on. And I, I need to touch on that really quick too. So, but there's another thing. Now, I'm not saying all the people in the unions vote Democrat, but the auto union, which is uh, one of the largest, uh, what is it? I saw the thing that I can't remember the dollar amount, but it's a huge amount of money. And it's 99.9% of all that money goes to Democrats for election contributions, of course. And of course, all the unions they support. And I'm sure that most of the union workers, uh, they've always voted Democrat and Democrats are for unions. So they do. So they're out uh, protesting wanting more money because they can't afford to live uh, even on the uh, very generous wages they're getting paid now, by the way. Just happen to know because I'm sort of in that industry. I know what they get paid. Uh, I'm not union, by the way. Um, No. And I have a very ugly opinion of them. But anyway... uh, they're out there asking for this astronomical amount of money because they said, well, hey, we need to live. We can't make it. You know what? I should go out there. Let them know. Hey, listen, your union and most of your members, y'all have voted for this and voted for it for a long fucking time. We, the people, should own most of uh, GM, Stellantis, which was, used to be Chrysler and Ford because we've all belged out. So we've belged out. Belge out. So we, uh, we should be the uh, arbiters of what the hell happens with the companies anyway, but still we're getting raped on the price of vehicles. So we can't afford to buy a new one, but we own the company because we belted out and we've had to pay for that. 
And then you all go and uh, spend all your money uh, of electing all these dick, dick shits, all these assholes that want to do all the green shit, jack up gas prices astronomically, which then makes it too, more, too expensive for you to be able to live. So now you want to come back and hold us up for more money. I say, you know what? Deal with it. You voted for it. Your precious union paid for it and voted for it. Get back to work and deal with it. Talk to somebody else. Not a bit of sympathy for me. Trust me. I happen to work in the same industry. Don't get paid nearly what they do. Work twice as hard. No sympathy. Get your ass back to work. Maybe next time, maybe you'll think before you give a whole bunch of dues to wannabe gangsters that go around, talk shit, and don't do anything but just raid your fucking pocketbook and make all of America look terrible. And I mean that because that's what unions have done for a long time. Make the working class of America look like lazy bums, act like wannabe gangsters, and basically run the price of everything out of reach for, you know, all the other hardworking steps. So, you know what? I say, uh, F you, get back to work, and there's no way in hell they're giving you uh, 46% more money. Because then the rest of it has to come out of the taxpayers because those companies are just going to go bankrupt and they'll pay their CEOs a shit ton of money and the rest of the price tag will come to us. Yeah, so no sympathy. Sorry if that offends people. That's just the way it is. Running out of time for today, but we did lose an F-35 for a few days, which I don't know how you don't have you know an air tag or something or GPS on a, a $80 million um Highest uh, grade piece of machinery on planet Earth. This is the most sophisticated flying machine ever created. Top of the line. No one has them but us. We invented them. Badass piece of machinery. We don't have an air tag. We got nothing. Anyway, we lost it. But hey, listen. It did give us a piece, a gold nugget that just is just too... Mwah. Randolph White was an ear witness to the crash. Quite possibly the best thing I've heard in two weeks. It made me laugh so hard I almost peed myself, which is really hard because my leg really hurts when I laugh, and I, I just couldn't help it. I was laughing just full body. This is great. Here is uh, uh, Randolph White, and he'll let you know what he heard, okay? In the bathroom taking a shave, <laughs> and I heard a, a screeching saw that between a screech and a whistle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world is this? And I heard, in my whole house, yo. White well, says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. <laughs> the first thought came to me, I thought, Chris Cruz people right there. Meteorite come out of space or something? And I said, well, if the airplane, it needed to be reported, but the thing was flying is too low. It's flying too low. <laughs> Oh my God, the best thing ever. I had to clip it. I had to clip it. I just I couldn't stand it. I had to clip it and just have the F-35 scream because that is the greatest thing ever. I think it wraps up how we felt about uh, most of the last uh, couple years under Joe Biden. How did it how did it feel? How did the last couple years feel? <laughs> yep. That's how it feels. It feels just like that. Every time I think about uh, 
every time I hear these people talking about uh, democracy. <laughs> Climate change. <laughs> yep, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, that sums up so much. And I have to say thank you to Randolph White. You made... You made my time at home a little easier because now I have that scream and I have it programmed and I can use it over and over because it was the best thing ever. Anyway, I do have to go. Running out of time. I will be back next week. I will keep you up to date with what is going on. Like I said, I will at some point uh, have to have some surgery done. So therefore, I will be gone again here next little bit, probably within the next couple weeks. I will keep you up to date and let you know what's going on. I appreciate everybody checks it out. Please do like, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, any of those things. Uh, let the people know that, uh, you know, there is a new episode. I did make it back finally, uh, and I'll be here for a while yet before uh, I have to disappear for surgery. Anyway, until next week, just remember, it's no agenda, just America.